0: The global pandemic has been going on now for more than a year, and many employees are feeling its impact. Changed routines and behaviors are constant reminders of our new normal, and these constant reminders have been shown to increase stress and anxiety, which can in turn lead to burnout, lower productivity, and higher turnover. So the question we'll tackle today is how can you help prevent burnout? Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today we'll talk about ways employers can prevent burnout with Dr. Thomas McDonough. Dr. McDonough is a licensed clinical psychologist and is the owner of Good Therapy SF, a group psychology practice in San Francisco. Welcome, Tom, it's great to have you back.
1: Hi, Jim, thanks for having me back. I really look forward to this conversation.
0: Me too, me too. So a little over a year ago, you joined us to talk about workplace stress. How has the mental health landscape changed since then?
1: Understandably, it's been difficult for a lot of people. The reasons why vary, but generally speaking, there was a lot of fear in the beginning. As you might recall, this fear was about safety for ourselves and loved ones. There was a lack of information about the virus and suddenly most people were required to shelter in place. Additionally, there was fear about things such as limited resources, hampered job security and concern for people we knew that were sick. Gradually, I saw people learn to live with the fear but became less tolerant of the day-to-day frustrations. Sometimes these frustrations were reinforced in the workplace. So for example, changes in work routines and schedules and more onerous safety protocols often contributed to stress and anxiety.
0: And so what are some challenges employees have that employers should be aware of now, given we're more than a year into the pandemic?
1: Well, I think a year ago, a lot of the mental health issues were COVID-specific. People were unsure about the unknown and focused on health and safety. Now, I think employers should examine what new normal behaviors emerged that might contribute to burnout. For example, employees were asked to expand their job description and start providing curbside pickup. As a new service, there were hiccups along the way. And in addition to learning this new role, they had to interact with more demanding and less respectful customers. This was especially true in the early months when panic buying in retail was more common. We're also seeing the pressures of small businesses short-staffed because they're having difficulty finding people to fill roles. This pressure on staff to expand their responsibilities, perhaps taking on more than is realistically possible.
0: Tom, what warning signs should employers be looking for?
1: Well, Jim, as the pandemic stretches on, employees are growing exhausted of all the safety protocols that need to be followed the amount of time that the pandemic has lasted, and the impact it's had on their job and workplace. Employees may also be experiencing a lot of grief, sometimes for lost friends, family, time, and opportunities due to the pandemic. They may complain about difficulty with sleep and may dread coming into work. You may also notice an employee who is typically punctual that is suddenly coming into work late. Employees suffering burnout may have more friction with coworkers and clients and come across more irritable or impatient with them. They may complain a lot more than usual, express negativity more frequently, or become more change-adverse. Also, top-performing employees who are suffering burnout may become less productive or produce lower quality work. Small fluctuations in work can be normal, but you may notice a more significant decline in their work, even though they're putting in about the same or even more hours.
0: Are some employees affected more than others? For example, would an essential worker feel differently than a non-essential worker? or might an essential worker feel differently towards someone who's been able to work from home throughout the entirety of the pandemic?
1: I found that employees that were considered essential or on the front lines have had different experiences than the work from home group. But at the core, I think everyone is experiencing similar issues. Everyone is exhausted. Employees have not been able to take a break or enjoy a real vacation that can help to reset our moods. Additionally, nearly all employees feel underappreciated for their efforts. Across the spectrum, I hear how employees feel they have to put in extra effort. Sometimes it's because the business is doing very well and the extra attention is needed. Sometimes it's because of a personal reason. Ultimately, the lack of appreciation for the, well, it has to get done projects is causing issues. In the beginning of the pandemic, it was easier for people to find the motivation and face small business challenges. Morale was high and there was a strong sense of, we can do this, but that rush of adrenaline can only last for so long. And now some people are experiencing the crash. However, I will add that communities are reopening and they hear about summer vacation plans, so things do appear to be looking up.
0: This is all very interesting and certainly timely. So Tom, what can employers do to help prevent burnout? Initially,
1: I would ask employers to find ways to help with the two issues we just discussed, exhaustion and underappreciation. Each business is unique, but I've seen offering flexible work arrangements to help with work and life responsibilities, effective employee recognition programs, and acting on employee feedback to be helpful in these situations. As an employer, it's always important to remember the culture tone is set by you. As a result, it's important to examine your own behavior and make sure your actions and communication are aligned. For example, if you encourage employees to take time off, make sure you're taking some time off as well. I would also recommend small businesses involve their employees in this process and ask them about what changes they need in the workplace. This can help employees feel empowered and have a sense of control which is a major antidote to burnout. Finally, I'd recommend small businesses create a roadmap for their employees that tells them what to do when they have a medical or mental health issue. This shows you support mental health and can make a difficult time less stressful.
0: Excellent advice, Tom. How else can employers provide a positive and a supportive work environment?
1: While safety protocols have become a source of exhaustion, it's still important to share the steps taken to reduce the risk of COVID-19 exposure at work. In my experience, the people that are suffering the most are the ones that have not received clear messaging from leadership. So be clear with employees about what you're doing to protect them. Also. Acknowledge that employees are experiencing more stress right now and encourage them to discuss it. Work together to identify solutions and highlight any company resources they can use to help. Providing employees with more breaks from work to stretch, exercise, or check-in with their coworkers, family, and friends can help as well. I would also add, If you notice any changes to an employee's work performance or attitude, don't assume you know the cause. While the warning signs we've discussed could reflect that the employee is experiencing burnout related to COVID-19, it could also mean there's something else going on.
0: Thank you, Tom. We really appreciate your sharing these insights about how the mental health landscape has and continues to evolve. And we certainly also appreciate the helpful tips for employers who are looking to prevent employee burnout. And I wanna thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. Thanks again for joining us, be well.